And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. She's a writer, producer, and graham cracker rights advocate. It's Wendy Molyneux. And he's a comedian who wears his hat backward to let you know he's a rebel and you probably can't even handle it. It's David Huntsberger. Tone Zone is here to tell you about a safe alternative to injecting a horse dewormer for COVID, and you can get it for free at your local pharmacy. I'm Bert Knuckles saying hop on board the Love Bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, we'll have the good times never end. Allison Rosen. Hello, my little cherry nibs. Welcome to another exciting episode of Alice and Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. By the carb czar herself, the woman who sends me a spreadsheet nearly every week of the carbs we've done so far, Jess Flowers. I don't know if you guys are familiar with cherry nibs. You can't get them that many places anymore. They're little like licorice chunks uh, and they're pretty good. And I used to enjoy them from the gift shop in Las Vegas at <clears throat> a couple different hotels where my family always vacationed. I've gone into it before. Not a, not a super fun place for a kid. Although, um, you know what? It's occurring to me that one of our guests who was from Nevada or Nevada, whichever one I'm supposed to say, might be getting angry at my takedown of Las Vegas. So apologies. We will get to that later. Anyway. I enjoy a cherry dip from time to time. And uh, you can submit your carbohydrates that I will call you on Patreon. Also, weekly episodes of the Patreon bonus show called The Friend Zone. Uh, Zoom parties, a level where you can text me and I'll text you back. You get access to this video. A a new feature I'm doing called The Backstory, where I go into all the behind the scenes of the Monday shows. All sorts of fun stuff. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I would like to say hello and welcome to my guests. Dave Huntsberger, I just, I just excoriated Las Vegas. I'm sorry, but you're from Reno. How do you feel? Thank you, Tony. It. Um, oh, that wasn't me. That was the people. <laughs> well, it's wonderful. It feels great. And you're glossing over the biggest insult, which is years now. I've been going on about Nevada. And how it's pronounced. I know. And here you are just very casual. Oh, I don't know which one it is. How dare you? That was more frustrating than Reno or, or Las Vegas. It's Nevada. Like yeah. sad. For the final time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For the you final have... time, because you're not ever going to say it again? If I ever hear anyone say it incorrectly, I'm just leaving any conversation I'm in. I'm I'm exiting the meeting on Zoom. I'm hanging up phone calls. I've just, I've had it. And I remember when the previous president was campaigning, he told a group of Nevadans in a crowd how to, like, this is what a psychopath he was. No, everyone, it's pronounced. And he said it the wrong way. People were just kind of like, I don't know. No, it's not. But they had, they were... They were, you know, conflicted with that thing of like, I love this person unconditionally. However, they're essentially telling me my name is wrong. And they're going, I, I guess I'm Bill. <laughs> this guy knows me better than him. Wait, so do those people now pronounce it the other way? I hope not. I can't see it taken. I think they just went, eh, he's a character. And it's back to the best way to remember it is Nevada-tude. 
And that sounds so stupid, but for the pronunciation, just, and you're getting a little bit of tune right now from me because of it. Yeah. Um, the Vegas thing, you know, we, it's only two major cities in Nevada, so we are naturally pitted against each other. And as a kid, the state tipped over some sort of population number where they had to break up the area code. And this was right around the time people were tattooing their area code on their body. Mm. So people were getting 702. That was a big deal. That's us. That's that's Nevada. We're 702. And they just drew a line midway through the state. And we're like, oh, you guys are 775 now. And it was a big deal. It, it oh escalated the dislike of Las Vegas by quite a bit because they got to keep it and we became 775. And I, I don't still, care for that. Yeah. Thank you, Tony. Did a lot of people go in and get their tattoo changed? Or did I they just move? One person. I remember being downtown near a casino and just seeing a guy standing there with the 702, like kind of on his forearm right here. And I just remember you just casually every now and again glance down at it. Like, in, and I, maybe I'm making up that memory and it was like a dream I had, but I, it's very <laughs> vivid to me of how ridiculous it was. Like, damn it, just got this. And off it went. He was just had to get it changed. I've decided that wasn't a dream of yours. Thank you. I've decided that was a real memory. Uh, listen, I must. You know how when you know how Hillary Clinton, it didn't work for her, but she hit back. I think that mm-hmm. I, or she didn't. It was definitely one or the other. I think she hit back. <laughs> I think she didn't let I think she didn't let, um, you know, character attacks stand. And having myself been through something where I felt my character was attacked and I attempted to take the high I've road. I've apologized for that. What? <laughs> I've apologized for that. <laughs> where I felt my character, yeah, I'm not talking about that, where I felt my character was attacked a bit. And then I was like, I'm going to take the high road. And then a few like months later, I'm like, no, I'm going to address it. And it just, I just felt like I didn't, you know, from a PR standpoint, didn't handle it super well. Um, I've learned that you can't let an attack remain. So Uh Dave, I must justify what I felt was an unfair dose of is it Nevaditude? Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Just kidding. Oh no. Oh no. We lost Dave. Once again, (laughs) Dave, who refuses to uh, to have his image revealed to everyone who feels that it's stealing his soul has pulled a stunt that only works on a visual level. So I must let the audio people who are listening to this audio audio wise on the audio, which is the vast majority, except for the people who get access to the Patreon. Dave has disappeared. Do we think he actually left or did he just he did. hide his I checked video? The participant numbers and we're he's down gone. to four. He's oh gone. no. So he's gone. He's genuinely gone. Maybe dead. We don't know yet. Do you think he, ch- Oh man, he canceled you, honey. Uh, what if he, what if he, Oh, you guys, what if he planned that stunt? But right at that moment, someone happened. broke him and attacked him too. And he's like, Oh no, I turned off my screen. So this was really a bad he should learn better than to do pranks because right be at the moment when he could have, when he needed us, he <laughs> silenced himself and we, he's being attacked right now and we can't even see it. This is really a cautionary tale for our time. Don't today. do this. Uh, no, I'll call the police. 
Yeah. Well, I was going to just acknowledge that um, I had forgotten, but I, oh, he's back. What do we do now, mm-hmm. guys? How long do we make him wait? Should we oh, shun yeah. him? Shall we shun him? <laughs> I don't know. I think we are right now. Let's let him in, but let's tell him if he does this again, he's at, he's gone forever. And and tell him about what could happen if at the exact same moment, coincidentally, he were to be attacked. Yeah. No one would know. Oh, look who's, look who's back, back now. Oh, boy. It's definitely funnier if I just remained out the whole time. <laughs> if I had just committed to it, way funnier. But um, I wanted to just, that's just a warning. Just, uh, just to, so you oh, feel how it felt. We have a warning for you. Yeah. Okay. But hang on. Is- Wendy, I never uh, fully introduced you oh, yeah. and brought you I, into the fold. Hello, right. Wendy Molyneux. I'm so glad Hi. you're here. Okay. Tell Dave the what we realized might happen. Well, what if at the exact moment you decide to turn your screen off, you were also attacked and needed help, but you had just silenced your screen, silenced your audio, left a room full of friends who would have immediately called for help for you. Coincidentally, person breaks in, murderous intent. You're doing a bit, you know, where you pretend to shun us and then... No one's there to help or save you. So just think about that before you do it again. Next time. I've already thought about it. And my devotion to Nevada and these constant sights are worth this mysterious attacker. I've literally never heard you talk about Nevada before today. Well, you say it properly. I've never, but I've never, I didn't even know you were from there. (laughs) So the (laughs) fact that you're going so hard about it, I'm like, I didn't even know he was from there. Wait, did you really not, Wendy? No, I didn't. What about, haven't you heard him sing his song, Tony? Home means Nevada, home means the hills, home means the sage and the pine. Out where the trucky silvery rills, out where the sun always shines. Shine, shine, shine. It's, that's a sped up version, but you get the idea. <laughs> but it also uh, doesn't even say Nevada anywhere. Oh, no, it, 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 it also doesn't does. say, oh, I'm from Nevada, I'm from Nevada, I'm from Nevada. It's, he it didn't doesn't... get to the, the heart of it, which is, and they've recently changed some of the license plates. They used to say Battleborn, because this goes back to the Civil War and when it became a state. But uh, it, they changed it to uh, Home Means Nevada, which is so nice to see on a license plate. Battleborn's a little aggressive. Mm. And Home Means Nevada mm. is just very sweet. Sunsets, the sagebrush, it's great. So the song is Home Means Nevada. And I don't bring it up all the time. But it's one of those things I just quietly carry with me. But imagine if your name, pick any name and someone always pronounced it slightly incorrectly. You might not always correct people. But then if someone asks you, so is it, <laughs> whatever the name is, Tabitha? And you'd be like, it's Tabitha. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. You would just have to live with that all the time. Now, granted, that's an unfortunate spelling and understandable, but like Colorado, Oregon, a lot of people say them incorrectly. And on the West, everything's like this, this tight-lipped A, this, the eh, eh, A. I get it. I, I knew it was certainly one of them. And I'll never forget again. Now, Wendy Molino. If Jess, if Jess Flowers has a, a spreadsheet on this, I, I'll bet we've had this exact conversation before. Jess, Carbzar, I would like you to expand into also letting me know if Dave and I have had this conversation before. Just make a new column. Wendy Molino, are people constantly butchering your last name? Yeah. And you know what? I just live with it. I don't sing a song about it. I don't. <laughs> do dramatics on zoom 
with my friends. I just like accept so that it's you're part of being, being alive. You have friends in your life that would pronounce your name incorrectly repeatedly and you'd never say, oh, hey, by the way. Well, first of all, I think your personal name is more personal than the state you're from. But also my friends don't usually use, but my whole life, everyone has said my name, my last name, wrong, end to end. And yet, do you see me railing at the skies, fist clenched? You don't. I just go like, oh, no, it's Molino. What do they say? Like that. It's not that hard. I don't make them do the labor. We're, we're one and the same here. I, I mean, my last name is phonetic. It's very easy to read. And the amount of people who checking into a hotel, whatever it is, look down at it, then get it and get a guess, get a smile on their face and butcher it so brutally. It's, How do they butcher your last name? I mean, this thing, this looking down and then looking up and like, is it Hertzenberger? <laughs> has happened a thousand times in my life. It's so that's just like, not reading. They're just not reading. It's too many letters, so it scares them. They just yeah, they panic. I'm like, I think there's a the Z that got cranked in there somehow. <laughs> Is it Damon? I like what? that it's like it doesn't contain the. It's like they're just making a guess based on nothing. Like it's like they're going like, "Is it Damon?" Like while <laughs> reading the word David. Yeah, it's exactly. They pull a they pull an Adela Dazim, where they yeah. just go Adela yeah. Dazim. Yep, it's exactly. Yeah. And I let it slide. I go, yep, that's me. Thank you. I have that. Back. And yet, yeah. if someone says the state you're from wrong, you absolutely lose it. Yeah. Pitch, please. <laughs> it's our only thing. We have no one is from Nevada. We've produced Jimmy Kimmel, and that's a, and like a boxing judge, Mills Lane. And that's about it. And you have a, um, a nuclear waste site. Harry yeah. Reid. Cherry Killers, Nibs, The Chemical Brothers. Tony Danza. Nice try. No. Um, Larry <laughs> no, wait, it's Crystal King. Method. <laughs> no. Kings of Leon. No, that's um, Oklahoma. Leo Tolstoy. <laughs> mm, yes. Um, the guy who invented in Toys R Us. Um, uh, well, I want to say Woody Harrelson. <laughs> I want to say Tammy Faye Baker. I want to say you have um, all of <laughs> the Beatles. <laughs> We're born the there Matthews and then moved band. to England. Yeah, the David Matthews band. <laughs> You're also. one of thirty, but the Beatles was a good one. That that is our, that's our one thing we hold on to, and I always go Jimmy Kimmel above them just because it's like our little secret. But people yeah, yeah, are, yeah, we're kind of proud of that. All four of the Beatles were born there, moved to England, started their band there. Well, six originally, and then they got rid of some guides. But we yeah. we have statues of all six in. The- mm-hmm. Wendy, how do people say your last name, Molino? Oh, any number of ways. Any way you could think of to say that wrong. Molinex, Molinux, Mol- somebody said Molinur once, which was weird. They just don't say it right, and that's fine. Molino. Mm-hmm. It's fine, though, whatever people want to say. But what really annoys me, I will say there's one thing that annoys me. What is and that? And that is when people try to be very French about it. <laughs> Like, mon Dieu, and I'm just like, oh my fucking God, no. <laughs> like, no, no. Oh, Can yeah. you imagine if I insisted everyone go, Wendy, mon Dieu? Like, <laughs> it's disgusting. I hate it when people do that. That, okay, so I have a pet peeve. But do I We're shame them and quit the Zoom? No, because I was never on Zoom when that happened. 
It ju- you were just on Zoom and it just came up and you just did exactly what we were talking about. But none about. of you guys said mon mieux to me. But it was in there. It was a little buzzer that finally got pushed. Yeah, I don't love it, but I don't storm off. I don't think, yeah, I don't think she would away. leave. Well, that was only because I gave a preemptive warning. I had to commit to it. Guys, I'm muting my video for a second so I can rearrange my legs. Not because I'm storming off. Pardon me. How noisy are your legs? <laughs> no, I'm just muting my video because oh, I'll be moving my I little see. setup away. Got my it. Legs, my legs are very noisy. They're made of cell. <laughs> I have cell. I have a condition called cellophane legs. <laughs> so oh, when no. I move them, it sounds like a hundred people unwrapping candies <laughs> all at once. It's when I walk, I cause an absolute sensation on the boulevard. <laughs> But that's not, this is your show and I don't want to cause a sensation. I no, wanna I want to hear yourself. Get in the candy flow. Legs. Well, uh, I've put a filter on the Zoom, but I also like to mute the video so no one has to see my head move forward and back in this way. I understand. Um, yeah. Tony Thaxton, hello. Welcome to the show. Hi. I, uh, I feel very out of it right now. I don't know what my deal is. I'm just, I'm putting that out there. Well, that's okay. So far, you're doing great. Uh, Tony was the Monday guest because my other guest, my scheduled guest, had to reschedule um, a couple hours before. And I said, hey, Tony, do you want to be my guest? Because I knew that Tony had had been going through some stuff and I wanted to know would he feel comfortable talking about it. And he was my guest and he talked about it. uh, And we talked about all sorts of stuff. And the response has been so great. So uh, I don't know if people, if you've been seeing any of the response, Tony, but people really like the episode. Yeah, I saw a lot of uh, very, very nice comments. We have very nice nice. listeners. So everyone check that out. Um, And I want to listen. I haven't listened to that one yet. I want to get to know Tony. Get to know Tony. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have time to get to know each other on the podcast. No, you got to go to the other podcast. You got to go to the other podcast, get to know Tony, come back over here. That's right. You ain't going to find out shit today Mm because I'm bringing nothing today. You left it all on the floor. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. That's what it is. Yeah. I got nothing left to say. Daniel, have I officially introduced you? No. Hello. This is very reminiscent of something I'd like to um, I'd like to bring up actually a oh, little no. bone that I have to pick maybe maybe Uh-oh. more accurately what this is is uh, a peeling back of the curtain so people can see the real Allison Rosen. Uh oh, is this going to be some hot talk? A little bit. Okay. A little bit hot. So um, there, I got wind of a secret text uh, <laughs> chain. It's not Ooh. secret. Between we tried to Allison, add you. Excuse me, I have the floor. Okay. Claiming Between Allison, Wendy, and No, Dave. uh-uh. Okay, and here's the deal. And Tony. I'd say to Allison, she, I found out about it. I'm like, oh, honey. And she's like, oh, I, I thought I added you, but it, it was your work number. No. And so she, she said, I'm going to add you now. And, and guess what? The second time, my work number again. Now... <laughs> I, this is my wife. This isn't someone I'm doing business with. This is not just my wife. This is my wife with whom I regularly text. If so, I can jump in and play arbitrator here just a bit before you get too head of steam. She mm. was from the very beginning like, oh, cool. Add Daniel. Oh, we should yes. get, you know, why is Daniel on this? Definitely on giving this. that impression, isn't she? But, and I then think, I, wait, as it was going hold on. on 
think I'm the one who suggested adding Daniel as oh, I yes, presented a mea culpa. Yes. I did not have Daniel's number. And that was the reason he wasn't added. Mm-hmm. And I suggested that someone with his number might mm-hmm. add him. She yes. did the she did the text. Uh, what do you call it? A I'm group stirring text. the pot. She did the group text equivalent of like pretending to go for the open door on the elevator as someone's approaching. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I'll get. Oh, Daniel. Oh, what's his? Ah, oh, sorry, I got his. But then I added you and zero interactions, and I was like, well, that was a waste of time. Now yes. I know it was the work number. Yeah. Still well, here's not the on thing. It. I still ha- not on it. As all right, I will share from where I sat the entire thing. Wendy started the 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 chain and she said I would add Daniel but I don't have his number. There was discussion of adding Daniel. And then I went to try to add you and I'm like, "Oh, for some reason it's not letting me add him." Um isn't that weird? And so isn't I sent that, I sent over I did like share contact. And mm. then Dave said I'm going to add him from my BlackBerry. Now, I don't know if he was trying to just let us know that his BlackBerry allows this or whatever, or so he started a new channel. I don't know what happened. Well, again, like Nevada, it gets uh, just these little, you know, um, minor insults hurled at Microaggressions. It. Microaggressions. I just had, I had to stand up for BlackBerry. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, the corporation. That's so, all that was. So he added you, but then you still never chimed in. And mm-hmm. it turned out it was going to your work number because when I shared your contact, both your work number and your home number were in there. And then uh, I was like, I'm going to start a new chain. You'd think you would know my my number. for. Time. I do. You'd think that. So know. then I started a new one and mm-hmm. I went and added Daniel Quantz and it's the same picture of you that pops up, uh, but it uh, just sent it to the regular chain. And I'm like, I don't know how to get your no. actual number. I, I don't know. And then we gave up. That's what happened, that's so, honey. That's so weird. Well, I guess it's impossible. <laughs> I think you have to open. I've got it open. I think you have to start it, Daniel. Mm. Is there a way that, Wendy, can you, if I give you a phone number, can you add him? My problem is I also don't totally know how to add someone to the Allison text. works very hard to make you all think that she's no, a great person. this is not true. But really, she wants a safe space to talk s about her betrothed. Oh. My, <laughs> text, just my text a, is trying to Facetime all of you. A Facetime request. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> this is how bad I am at stuff. I can't. I literally don't know how no, to add. Listen, I'm just to bringing it up. You guys have your fun at my expense. That's fine. We'll try See again. What I care. I'm just gonna talk to Wendy about you guys. We'll, yeah, we'll have a separate text me now, Daniel, and we'll get some shit talking oh, going. I oh, I would like that. I get, no, wow. I guess turn. I love to stir the pot. Turnabout really <laughs> is. I'm gonna get a good. separate text going with each person, like a Mean Girls situation. Like, <laughs> hey, David. Hey, Damon. What do you think about? Yeah, it's gonna be great. You this gotta is, be. This crew is a real housewives kind of uh, crew, by the way. Oh yeah, real Bad gossip vibes all around. The yeah. danger of that, Wendy, is that you're accidentally gonna write Damon Hertzenberger and mm-hmm. complain about. Damon Hertzenberger to Damon Hertzenberger and then you're going to have to be like, yeah. oh shit, April Fool's. Oh, I just met. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys ever accidentally texted someone that you meant to not to? And I have not. Yes. I I have. Oh, what happened? I, I have done this on email where I sent 
a guy I had a crush an email wherein I discussed what the guy I had Hold a crush on. said. Wait, this is recently? <laughs> no. This a movie? This is so, hot talk just got a lot hotter. <laughs> no, no, no. This is uh, this is when I lived in New York prior mm. to Daniel. But By the way, that's fine, honey. He didn't make a thing at, of it at all. I was like... Oh, Wendy's changing her legs again. I know. Oh, no. I, I cannot get comfortable. My back is just not happy with all the sitting i've been doing recently sorry i'm here though i love this image that it goes to though what is like a a snail made out of flowers yeah i've had that for the entirety of zoom to where i feel like i need to be that for people when we go back to the world (laughs) well i like it everyone's gonna be like i liked you better when you were a snail made out of flowers i still want to hear these noisy legs someday tony what (laughs) happened when you texted the wrong person uh i've done it several times um n- never anything too drastic but i remember one i forget exactly how it went down but it was something with i had like kind of recently started dating someone new oh no and somehow i and and she had like was doing this ongoing bit where she kept like i forget it was, she was like hiding things that were in my shower or something like that just to mess with me and somehow i then texted like when she wasn't there and i saw this had happened i somehow ended up texting the ex before her and like was like stop hiding the things in my shower (laughs) which i know is you know it's really not that big of a deal but that's a pretty weird random text you suddenly get from an ex yeah felt felt awkward (laughs) that's fun that's like a like almost too bizarre to get from an ex like stop hiding the things in my shower yeah. <laughs> like if coincidentally she had been secretly breaking into your apartment <laughs> and hiding things around and about the place she's like fuck 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 fuck, fuck. <laughs> how did you know yeah it, it definitely could have been much worse i feel like it definitely shows that you're dating someone new though or texting with a child because those are the only people that you would send that to <laughs> yeah I once sent an, a text to Tony that I meant to send to Daniel, uh, and Tony just responded, not for me. And I was like, oh, that's such a succinct way of letting the person know you sent them the wrong thing. I think it was just the title of the show. Um, yeah, I feel like you've done it a few times. Yeah. I feel it, uh, it's never or, anything juicy or fun, though. It's just show-related stuff because Daniel puts the photo together. Oh, wait, you've, now- sent, you've sent me like uh, family calendar things, though, too, I think. I think that's the other thing I remember getting where I was like getting emails about like doctor appointments. Oh, yes. Like because I, I <laughs> went to select family calendar and I select ARIYMBF by mistake. Yes. Yeah. Because it turns out I'm a mess. What were we going to say, Dave? I uh, was, I would just type in D and the guy who helps me with my podcast uh, is named Dan. And so I must not have looked very closely. And then I sent Daniel Quants, D Quants on the snappy, some stuff about editing the podcast or something and he replied the same way like i don't think this was meant for me so nothing juicy there but this one's real juicy oh look how sassy your body posture is getting so sassy i just realized i caught our one wendy malamia in a bit of a fib in that she said she's never done that but i we were texting at one point and then (laughs) out of the blue there was a text that was something about potatoes and something oh like, yes i guess what i meant was i've never done like a controversial one right oh, oh gotcha. i think i sent you like a grocery list that i wanted <laughs> jeff to add to the instacart like potatoes avocados honey and some of those oranges or something like, <laughs> like 
I guess I've never done this shocking, like where you're like, oh, oh no, like when you yeah. like have texted someone where you were talking like about them and then suddenly to them or something like that. Like I have I not. Yeah. Like, yeah, not a, yes. Your email is the prime example of the thing. I think we all fear <laughs> is like accidentally sending someone information that you were yeah. gossiping or something and yeah. sending it to them. Yeah. No, I've not done that, but yeah, you're right, David. I have, I did send you something about like potatoes or something. Thank God. That's all it was. Can you imagine? I, I mean, oh, if I, I got said, one of those, I don't, I, I can't imagine being too, I mean, unless it's directly about you and what a terrible person you are, then you're like, oh, right. Definitely. But otherwise, if it was just something silly or scandalous, I would feel like I secretly stumbled into like a room full of gifts out of schedule. Like, right. <laughs> I just would be like, oh, cool. It happened. And I was there for, you know, I, I, that, yeah. I don't think I would be like, look at that person to me differently. Or, I mean, depending, I guess. On what it was, yeah. But, yeah, but I think that I don't think that's the disconcerting one. The disconcerting one is the one where like I text you and say like, "What did you think of when David disappeared from the Zoom?" I don't know. I thought it was kind of, huh? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, oh shit. Anyway, by the way, that was just a hypothetical. I thought I loved it. Um, for real, even though that sounds insincere. Now that I'm saying it, I'm trying to reassure you that I I enjoyed it. Uh, okay, so l- I have some news about my personal evolution to more um what's it called when you're like what's the highest level of maslow's hierarchy of needs um butter i don't know i don't know (laughs) i have literally no idea self oh yeah my evolution to being self-actualized which i think people have been charting at least I hope that my carbs are has been charting it because, you know, earlier in the pandemic, I was working on becoming less dependent on external validation. And then lately, I've noticed that I'm like, able to experience simple joy. For example, I heard two people receive good um, news, entertainment industry related good news and i only felt happy for them and i was like what is this new thing that i'm feeling um so and then i've just been experiencing simple joys and i feel like it has finally arrived in its final form in that today i was taking a little nap and as i was falling asleep literally laughed out loud thinking about farts now allison We've heard you talk about thinking farts are funny before you're thinking to yourself. <laughs> and yes, I have thought specific farts are funny, but I've never just found myself delighted, much like a toddler, over just farts in general. Just the category. Yeah. I mean, just the idea that your body feels the need to make a very noticeable sound before emitting a gross smell. There's something very funny about that. It's like, it's like your body's backup beep. Um, and we, I just watched 2001, a space odyssey for the first time, which speaking of farts, you might have opinions about that. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I think I have achieved my final form, which is that now I'm an infant, uh, my most evolved form. But here's what I was thinking. I was thinking about the fart sound. And I was thinking, 
Does that come from the flapping of your butt cheeks or does that come from the sphincter itself? Because like we dogs so fart. What? I didn't know we were going to get so heavy today. Have you I had know. a pot cookie, honey? <laughs> <laughs> and so I looked it up and it is the sphincter, sort of like a balloon flying around the room making that sound. It's it's the sphincter that's making the noise. I thought it was the cheeks. It's the sphincter. And then the I began. Add to it? How did you think it was the cheeks? Did you say why did I? Yes. How could the cheeks make the sound? Oh yeah, I guess if that I guess if the cheeks were making the sound, you're like if you looked at someone who was wearing tight pants when they farted, you'd see like a real undulation. Like a flap. Like I'm just wondering, also you've experienced farts. You can feel them go through the hole. Yes. Not the cheeks have very little involvement. They're like innocent bystanders. Right. Like they probably hate everyone... it just as much as everyone else. Everyone's adapted to this so quickly. Imagine if we were people just standing outside waiting for a concert and going, oh, yeah, I've had my email mixed up. Do you think farts come out of the sphincter? Is it like the cheek slap? It was such a turn. It just really shifted there. If there's also, one thing I've, I've learned in this pandemic is that I don't have time to waste on stuff that doesn't speak to me. You're just trolling that one guy who comments. Maybe. Maybe I have I have a question about the and I I was trying to find something as you were talking so maybe I missed something yes but didn't you kind of went from like talking about being proud of yourself for being happy for other people yeah and then it suddenly turned into where do farts come from how oh, did that what did I miss there the the link was happy for other people able to experience simple joys able to just sit there and work myself into a full laugh fest just thinking about farts honey you've always okay, glad I, I don't know if this is a change for you though daniel i feel like you're tuning me out honey i know that i've always laughed at farts Fair before enough. but it's been specific farts this is me finding just the notion of farts the concept funny it's it's i'm telling you <laughs> thank you while we're talking about simple joys Melina is drinking scalding hot tea in Burbank where it's like a hundred degrees today. And I like that it's just a quiet little joy that's happening. Who's Melina? Oh, Me. He's just pronouncing my name wrong oh. to try to get a reaction. <laughs> <laughs> You're drinking scalding hot tea? Yeah. I guess David was paying attention to the evolution of that because Jeff brought me some tea, which was very nice of him. Um, Because I'm frequently trapped up in my room for up to 10 hours a day while I work. And he brought it in my favorite thing. A mug? No, these Yeti cups. Oh, yeah. You have these with the lids and their Mm -hmm. coffee cups. It's changed my life because we used I used to spill my coffee absolutely everywhere, all over the house. Like I was a fucking three stooges. Is that what they did? They hit each other. Did they ever spill stuff? Yes, they did. They were oh, they okay. were known for spilling beverages. Okay. That's I wait, really? Are you making that up? No. They spilled paint. There's anything they were meant to carry, they spilled. It. Right. Okay, that's me then. And since I got these with the lids, I'm in heaven. Just absolute heaven. My coffee stays hot all day. This is an ad. Maybe you'll get some sponsors from Yeti. Maybe I should but add like, Yeti to my uh, to my Amazon influencer list. I'm going to. I have a really big size these Yeti. These cups, they're they're the best. They're like a coffee size cup. They come with a lid, and here's the rub, guys. Not the rub. The opposite of the rub. The good thing. They're the massage. washable completely. You can I, put them in your washing machine. 
A wow. lot of very durable. A lot of like thermos type things can't go in the wash. And so I don't know, guys, I'm loving it. So anyway, he brought me the tea, but it was so hot. I was dying. And there's a reaction of me drinking the tea early on. Anybody wants to look <laughs> through this video where I visibly flinched and then I took the lid off so that it would cool. What a great story. Patreon.com. If you never have me on again, Allison, I will know this is why and it's fine and I accept it. That's not going to happen, Wendy. I will, even when you're telling a riveting story about drinking hot tea (laughs) that, that, that Damon served up. um, Listen, Listen, that is a great effort to try to get me off of farts, but it's not going to happen so easy. So then we'll stop the podcast and go get some cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, my drop. So, the only thing I've ever done that I care about is a drop on this show. <laughs> it feels so, so great. So then I the reason I thought to, to Wendy's point, the reason I thought it was cheeks is because dogs don't make a sound and they don't have butt cheeks. So I was like that dogs don't make us. What? Yeah, let's back up. What? Yeah. What? Do your dogs <laughs> make fart sounds? Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And so does one of my Ours cats. Doesn't. I've only had silent farting dogs. I mean, what? they definitely smell, but they don't make a fart sound. Oh, yeah. I got to say, Wendy does not fart a lot. Our Wendy, Wendy, Wendy the, the dog. dog. But also, <laughs> that is true, and I think I've covered that on this show, is I'm not a farter. I don't fart very much, and I'm not trying to be genteel. I don't. So me and your dog finally have something in common. And I've shared before, I, I, this is, this is, there's a full column on the Excel spreadsheet about this. In college, Wendy famously didn't like scatological humor. And she's <laughs> come along. Here we way. go again. Here we go again. <laughs> I know. All right. So you guys can hear your dog's farts. Do they sound yes. human? Not all the time, but they do. They exist. It sounded like you were saying like. Well, I didn't think that dogs made audible farts. This is news to me. It, the equivalent is if you had said that like bats were not a real animal. Like, eh, uh, yeah, they, they exist. It was it, not. You don't see them all the time. But when you see a bat, you're like, oh, there's a bat. Similar with dog farts. I feel like. Well, I found something that I thought we could all enjoy. And enjoy is uh, in quotes. <laughs> well, I'll enjoy it. It's a video of animals farting, Tony. Now you're going to have to tell us what animal we're hearing. Okay, I have sometimes, not even looked. I have this ready to go, but I have not watched it. Sometimes you'll hear talk you through it. The Before we start talking, out, honey, just real quick. When yeah. you were eight, did you encounter a fortune telling machine at a abandoned <laughs> carnival? <laughs> no, I'm telling you, just Daniel. Curious. Once again, you're not listening to me. Like 2001, I have evolved to my final form, which is a okay. fetus who thinks farts are funny. All right. Okay. Yeah, I just. I also, I would like everyone to know that, like, maybe an hour before the show, I get a text from Allison that's just a link to a video called "Top Ten Funniest Farts <laughs> Animal in the World." You're gonna have to tell us what animal we're hearing. All right. Okay. Here we go. This is a lion. <laughs> oh, I'd like Wait. to guess the next right on. one. Wait, oh, yeah. Okay. okay. We can guess. That's a good idea. Okay. Here's the next one. It's about to start. <laughs> I guess a hippo. I think yeah, a hippo. I, likewise. Uh, Any other guesses? Owen? <laughs> <laughs> and I know. So, Tony, you tell us. That was an iguana in a bathtub. Yeah. Oh. Okay, let's go to the mm. next one. Mm. 
right. Any guesses? Horse. I'm going to guess a turtle. I'm going to say chimpanzee. <laughs> All of you are incorrect. That was an elephant. Was the elephant on a busy street? <laughs> I think he was in a zoo. It sounded like he was on a busy street, just like walking along. There was a lot of- I feel like it's the bigger news there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Onward. Okay. Oh, that's mom and dad. Okay, so I I thought that was the fart. I I think it was the that I thought was a child, but I think that was the fart. Is that possible? I don't know. I call bullshit on that one. Yeah. All right. That was a zebra, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on. Have these memorized. Here's the next one. Okay. Tee That was a, That's it? That was yeah, that, that was a, that oh, was a turtle. Going. That's a turtle. For sure. I think it might be a snake. Oh, baboon. <laughs> Did you say a snake? <laughs> uh, that was a rabbit. rabbit. I had pet rabbits. Wendy met one of my rabbits in college and uh I never heard them fart. I can't believe you've never brought this up, Wendy. That what? That you met a rabbit. <laughs> in college? Yeah. yeah. Allison kept a rabbit in her room in college. Because I, you know what I do is I don't bring up Allison's past relentlessly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I like figure, you know, sometimes people like the past to stay in the past and other people like to put it in a spreadsheet and bring it up constantly <laughs> over and over and over again without your consent. But, you know, both things are fine. Both ways, both approaches are valid and are fine. So it's fine. All right. We just, I think we just have a couple more. There's, there's five more. Five more. I'm counting them down in my mind. <laughs> Dolphin. Allison is laughing so hard. What do you guys think? Uh, I think a dolphin. Um, I think it was a turtle. <laughs> I'm going, I'm coming around to turtle also. Definitely that, a turtle that time. That was a shark. And it was also like a full on shit. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. That was not quite a, that was maybe a fart, but it was like shark diarrhea. Uh, actually, I don't know what shark poo normally looks like. A shark like. shart? <laughs> yeah, a shark <laughs> All right, moving um, on. <laughs> That's a monkey. human. That's a monkey. I I'm with David. I think it was a human. I think it was Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> on the set of the movie. Um, the client <laughs> near Susan Sarandon, but not close enough for her to hear. Just Am I right? Guy? You were so close. It actually it is from that movie, but it is okay. Susan Sarandon though. Oh, it's Susan Sarandon. <laughs> okay, okay, uh, Susan. <laughs> that, that was a deer. 
Did Allison okay. pass out from laughing? What no, else? I had okay. to blow my nose. <laughs> are we still going? Okay. Yes, we are. Where's a sheep? She How big his foot is? Got the nails in. So close to horse. Not a lot of animals do that. Yeah. I'm going to say camel. They said it was a she. And there was a sound, which also can be someone trying to keep warm. Yeah. So I think what that was. And there was a little faint water sound. So I think this was Kate Winslet on the door at the end of Titanic. (laughs) (laughs) Like an outtake. She was trying to keep warm. Yeah. Is that um, right? Was I right? I'm sorry. This time, no, you were not correct. This oh, was a it. chimpanzee. All right. Ah, one of my previous guesses. I think this is the last one, right? Um, yeah. God, there's like two yeah. more. Yeah, we'll go with, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it really, Tony? There's two more after this, Allison. Oh, my God. That's me. Just kidding. Oh, I know this one. (laughs) That was Mayor of Easttown, Kate Winslet. At the part where they find like the first girl's body. Yeah. And she's just so upset. And she just gives that really long fart. But she looks like her face looks upset, but she does a really long fart. And everyone looks away. In Mayor of Easttown. Yeah, it was great. I, hope so. I haven't seen the show, so I don't appreciate these spoilers. But it's uh, a, it happened well, in the first I'm episode. Sorry. Yeah, the first well, episode. I haven't part. seen the first. Yeah, episode. Oh, look Tony. when you're watching the first episode when they find the body, you'll hear she looks away, and you're so <laughs> caught up in her emotion. But if you're paying attention, she okay. lets out that really long fart. It's no spoiler so this, to say the whole show is about who dealt it. Yeah, <laughs> but oh, this okay. this show is relatively new, and no one brought up the fart, but it made its way into a compilation of funniest animal farts. Yeah. That I didn't see that coming. For her to be like ninth on an animal fart company. But I here's the thing though, David, that we're forgetting. I could be wrong. Tony's gonna reveal. Oh, right. Okay. If it was Kate Winslet and Mary Town, as I'm suspecting. But other people have to guess their animal. Mare is an animal. Ooh. True. Mm-hmm. There's a clue. Uh I think it's a koala. <sighs> is that all the guesses? Mm-hmm. That sounded high. That what did you say? If this is a turtle, I'm going to lose my fucking shit. If I didn't guess turtle, and then this is a turtle. No. Uh, That was a giraffe. I I said hi. I said it sounded like a high Yes. Mm. Those are some good. That'll keep keep me up tonight. Yeah, well. Is this the last one? Yeah. Here we go. Slide. (laughs) There are two more. My God. No, this really is the last one. <laughs> the other person laughing is the person on the video and yes. me. Oh man, this Ew. God damn. This this is a turtle, but the name you're not going to believe. I think only Wendy knows that. Oh, the name of that turtle? The name of that specific turtle. Oh, yeah, it's a really weird coincidence. It's Damon Hertzenberger. <laughs> <laughs> 
so fucking weird sometimes, you know? Yeah, there's cosmic things in life. Yeah. Can't, can't deny them. Uh, this was some sort of snake. That was a snake? Isn't yeah, that so surprising? It also, it's in Very a sink surprising. of water. Why? Yeah. I don't know. Why do you put your snake in a sink? <laughs> I have nothing to do with any There's of There's nothing video. worse to me than someone owning a snake. Wait a I'm second. I'm sorry for your listeners if they own it, snakes, but come on, guys. You yeah. know who's about to own a snake if no. it fart in a sink predictably? Miss Allison Rosen. Wait, There's what? no question. Yeah, I mean, it, I know with certainty that if you had a snake that you could put in water and just listen to it fart, you would do that. Well, you know what's funny is I feel like snakes already get a bad rap. And the fact that evidently you, they, you can put them in a sink and they'll fart, you're right. That would bring me around. So why is that not more well known? Yeah. Maybe it's just that one snake. Maybe it was just a one-off. If so, that's a magical snake. Listen, you guys, thank you for doing that. Um, I want to tell you that you can protect your home with the ring alarm for a special offer. Go to ring.com forward slash best friend. It's the perfect way to start your ring experience. So when Daniel and I moved into this house, Daniel wanted to get an alarm system. We shopped around a bit. There were drawbacks to each of the ones we were finding where you like a service, you have someone come out, set it up, et cetera. Uh, and then I talked to the guy who straightens my hair, who is very technologically savvy and like research researches everything. And I asked him, do you have one? And he said, yes, I have the ring alarm. And I didn't even know at that point, I didn't know that ring made an alarm. I just knew about the ring doorbell, which we have. Everyone has. I imagine you listening, you might have that as well, which I can't imagine life without it. Um, and yeah, so I was intrigued because I love ring stuff. And he told me that he set it up himself. And that was very appealing to me. And then we got it. Daniel set it up. Super easy to set up. Uh, and, and we've been huge fans ever since. And it's just great peace of mind knowing your home is protected. When we went on vacation a couple of years ago, it was really nice. Like we felt very secure knowing that we had the ring alarm, um, and that we would get, we would know if anything was going on. Um, yeah, it's great. It's protection. It's peace of mind. It's a powerful, affordable home security system. You can easily install yourself. The ring alarm works seamlessly with other ring products to protect every corner of your home inside and out. Protect your home anytime from anywhere with ring alarm. Go to ring.com slash best friend for a special offer on a ring alarm security kit today. You can build the system that's right for your home and have it up and running in minutes. That's ring.com slash best friend. Ring.com slash best friend. I also want to tell you guys about Toodaloo, which is they make trail mix and it's also my favorite thing to say. Right say here. goodbye. To- I was eating some. Oh, which one is that? Is that Smoke this Show? This is the barbecue. Mm. It's called Smoke Show, right? It's called Smoke Show. So good. Say goodbye to trail mix that is bland, boring, and extremely unhealthy, using ingredients grown with chemicals that can harm both you and the planet. Not only that, but most trail mix is filled with processed sugars and dirty nuts. That's also my favorite thing to say. That are dry roasted in toxic refined oils like canola palm and soybean, not Toodaloo. Toodaloo is the world's first all-natural, totally delicious, climate-friendly trail mix packed with plant protein, superfoods, and adaptogenic herbs like lion's mane, ashwagandha, and reishi to help balance and support your body and mind. Um, So I've tried a number of the Toodaloo mixes they're all so good i think my favorite were the maple brittle 
Um, I liked the chocolate one, and then I really like the barbecue one, Smoke Show, as well. And uh, Smoke Show has 42 grams of plant protein per bag. It's also low in carbs and supports energy flow to fuel your day. We've got a special offer for our listeners. Get $5 off your first order of Toodaloo. Just visit toodaloo.com slash best friend. That's toodaloo, T-O-O-D-A-L-O-O.com slash best friend. And Toodaloo is so confident that you'll love it that each purchase is backed by 100% best taste guarantee. This will definitely become your favorite go-to snack. Seriously, the taste is incredible. Visit Toodaloo toodaloo.com slash best friend to try it today. Listen, you guys, I know it's fashionable to never reveal self-doubt. I always reveal self-doubt, but I just want to say I am sitting here wondering, did we spend too long listening to animal farts? (laughs) What do you think? Like in like when we when we die, will we look back and wonder? Yeah. What do you mean on your show? <laughs> Both. Both. Oh, huh. I, I mean, I don't know. I think people like to listen to farts. Because I recently, and I posted this on social media, at Allison Rose on Twitter and Instagram. I think it's my saved tweet. It's my pinned tweet on the ARIYNBF Twitter. Um, I received a one-star review saying the show is only about farts and bad smells. And it went on from there. And it was very funny to me, uh, like hilarious to me. And I think Daniel was suggesting that this whole thing was me kind of responding to that person. And it's not. But like I said, I think that that review reminded me of what I hold dear. Daniel, do you think we spent too long on this? I mean, I'm so beaten down by your love of farts <laughs> to this point that it's really like I can't identify when it's too much anymore. I see. Sort of like... um It's all too much. All right. Dave, what do you think? Uh, I I think... I know uh, I'm putting you guys I in a dangerous position here where you know I, I get the sense that people don't know whether to potentially upset me or not. I, like I'm some kind of tyrant. <laughs> I just think I have never YouTube animal farts and <laughs> that was a nice exposure to it, but I don't think I'd revisit it. Nice or whatever exposure. Yeah. <laughs> did you have any nice exposures today? <laughs> well, yes, a- I did. I was exposed to farts. It was nice. Yeah, it was a delight. I had a a new thing exposed to me in my life, and it was animals farting, and some of them were uproarious, and uh, others made me think of people pinning their snake in a sink, and it creeped me out a little. Um, I don't care for that. Yeah, snake jerks. But But Dave, you're a man of science. I would have expected you would have Googled animal farts on YouTube. (laughs) Searched animal farts That's what scientists are usually doing, like... (laughs) I remember that uh, movie, The Martian. That's what he did most of it. He's like, I'm going to grow potatoes and then I'm going to go Google animal farts yeah. to see if I can get off Mars. Spoilers. Sorry, I'm doing all kinds of spoilers today. Um, so, Wendy, what do you think? Well, I think you made it a game and people enjoy listening along when they can guess. People like to participate. Thank you. In life. And to think about things. And this really made them do both. Thank you. 
I knew I knew you'd be in my corner. Tony, what do you think? Oh, see, this is dangerous. I know. It's really I know not. I don't I'm, know, I'm but I, I, can't, I can't ask you about unplugging gear. <laughs> so. Well, because you fly into a rage. Everyone knows that. Yes. I mean, you know, if I'm being honest, uh, I, I don't know. I've gone the other way, where as I've gotten older, I don't laugh at them all that. I'm not going to say I never do, but like, I don't know. They just don't, uh, they don't, I don't Tickle find them you? as amusing as I did when you, I was younger. Well, I think I've come out the other side and I'm, you're going to come around, Tony. And you're going to all of a sudden find them funny again. You need to find your fart jo- simple pleasures. Farts. Boy, I can't wait. <laughs> yep. Uh, so I would like to say hello and thank you to some new patrons. Again, I, at the beginning of the show, I mentioned all the fun uh, Patreon perks that the friends with benefits get. That's, that's what I call my patrons sometimes. Uh, but I, I also want to tell you that if you sign up for a year, you get two months Free. So that's 12 months for the price that's of That's a good 10. deal. All right. I would like to say hello and welcome to Lauren Snyder. Hello and welcome to Terry Warona and Chris Gal- Gillespie. Nope. Chris Gillespie. Uh, increased his annual pledge. So thank you, everyone. Now, since Wendy and Dave are so good at doing songs for the patrons, I'm just going to drop their names into the chat and um, hope that you will want to do this. Let me just put those in there. What if we we didn't? Then... (laughs) That is what I just bring your show to a screeching halt. (laughs) That is, that is what I deserve. Um, Okay, you know, autocorrect is not my friend right now. Nope. See, it wants Terry Warona. It wants to make you Corona. Uh, And then there's one more. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I I did the wrong name. Look, I'm getting all. Oh yeah, Lauren was not Lauren Gillespie. No, Lauren Snyder. Lauren Snyder. Oh, see, you don't even need me. Warona. Okay, there we go. And then Chris Glassby increased his annual pledge. There we go. So ignore the top line, the other two. Okay. <laughs> if you see a Lauren Snyder on the side of the road. <laughs> You're just doing a B-52s? <laughs> Are we just doing covers? Because I know what you're going to do for Terry Warona. What, 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 what Warona? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I don't know what you're talking about. You're going to do. Go ahead. I'll handle Crystal Lesby. I'm at a lot. The difficult one. All right. Crystal Lesby. Well, this is a cover too of one of. I think you guys will recognize this song once I start. Chris Gillespie invented Rice Krispies, <laughs> but his brother Chris Rice Krispie took away his invention, went up to the fair, and sold him that what was originally called Rice Gillespies. He sold them as Rice Krispies because his brother. Listen, let me go back. 
there were two brothers, Chris Gillespie and Chris Rice Krispie. They had different last names because they had different dads, but the same first name because their mom liked the name Chris. So anyway, Chris Gillespie invented a puffed rice cereal that he called Rice Gillespie's. <laughs> but his brother, Chris Rice Krispie, one night drugged him. <laughs> and while he was sleeping in a drugged state, his brother, Chris Rice Krispie, who was evil and bad, <laughs> stole his puffed rice cereal and went down to the mayor, who had to approve all new ideas in Cereal City. And he approved the Rice Krispies with their new name, Rice Krispies. And that's the Rice Krispies that we know today. And Chris Gillespie is a very nice person. He forgave his brother, even though he shouldn't have. And his brother is rich, but Chris Gillespie doesn't have much. And yet he gives money to Allison's Patreon because he's a nice man. But he shouldn't have forgiven his brother. But I think we can all learn a little something from Chris Gillespie, which is don't take drugs. Hold on. I wasn't done. I wasn't done. Which is don't drink the drink that your brother Chris Rice Krispie offers you late at night if it smells like drugs. That's the lesson. It's not to be nice and give money. It's to not drink the drink your brother gives you if it smells like drugs. Especially if you just invented a really good cereal and you Rice already have an appointment with the mayor to sell in that cereal in Cereal City. Don't drink the drink your brother gives you. I love That's it. The lesson. Not only is it a custom song, but it has a lesson that is universal. Thank you, Wendy. And thank You're you, Dave. You're welcome. And yeah, I think okay. it's really worthwhile to watch the stream of this to see Wendy's singing finger. Because it's really great. <laughs> well, and also, I hope you all recognize the song I was covering. I'm not going to oh, say yeah. it on air, but I was that was to the tune of another popular song. It's a Nirvana sure song, everyone, right? A Nirvana song, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've been in the news this week, so it was top of mind. <laughs> that was truly amazing. Now, the singing finger is like, is it this? The index like this. You got to put a little stress in your finger. Probably Tony knows this because he's also a musician like me. <laughs> oh, so yeah. when he probably has drumming fingers and you have to have a certain amount of tension in each finger to make the drums make the right sound. Tony, does yeah. your lead singer do this when he sings? <laughs> yeah. Singing it's key. You, it's, it's, you can't, a, a great singer can't sing without the singing finger. Yeah. And if everyone does it, but some of them do it more subtly. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, whenever you see singers with their hands in their pockets, I yeah. know what's going on in those pockets. Yeah. Or they'll just have it down to the side, but you can see the one finger yeah. out. Yeah. People think Mick Jagger is like <laughs> doing sort of like a rooster tail thing mm-hmm. with his hand. He's doing a singing finger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, if you're feeling depressed or struggling with <laughs> uncertainty or having difficulty <laughs> sleeping or meeting your goals, BetterHelp offers online professional counselors who can listen and help. 
BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. I think BetterHelp is incredible. Um, this last year and a half, a lot of people, understandably, have uh, have have sought out therapy. And I know that a lot of <clears throat> traditional therapists have these incredibly long wait lists. Uh, and that is where BetterHelp comes in. You can get started quickly. Uh, if you feel like the first therapist you're matched with, if you feel like that isn't the right match, you can request uh, a different person and you can change as many times as you want. No extra charge. So you don't have to feel like you're committing to something and you know, you might feel overwhelmed by that. Don't feel overwhelmed by that. But, but I just want to say that's understandable feel. There's, look, when you start up therapy, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of fears you might have. So I'm telling you, don't have those fears. Uh, I know two people who are doing better help and they love it. Um, and also you guys know I'm a, I'm a big, huge fan of therapy. Um, it is more affordable than traditional therapy and financial aid is available. Our podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and our listeners get 10% off their first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash bestfriend. Visit betterhelp, betterhelp.com slash bestfriend and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced BetterHelp professional. Okay, so there was a meetup uh, back when this text chain that ex- that we all chose to leave Daniel off of happened. There was no. a meetup. Um, and Daniel and I didn't go because we had been recently secondary. That was when our babysitter had been exposed to COVID and we were worried and stuff. But anyway, did you guys have the best time ever? It was great. It was, and speaking of um, <clears throat> therapy, it was very therapeutic for us. It was, it was, uh, it was wonderful. We had a great time. The funny thing to me was, you know, I have a two-year-old and David has a approximately one-year-old would be right to say, right? Just turned now. Oh, happy yes. birthday to him. And um, my two-year-old was very excited about the fact that, well, my, and here comes my five-year-old onto the scene. Hi, Matthew. Oh, no, honey. I'm recording something. We can't play the typewriter right now. You want to say hi? Hi. (laughs) (laughs) One of the most adorable children in the world. Hey, sweetie, I'm recording. So do you mind going downstairs? I'll be down in a minute. Okay. Did you come up to get your toothbrush and pajamas? Yep. Okay. Go get it done. We got a new receipt. What? Okay. Go. Go brush your teeth. I'll see you in a minute. Okay. I'll be right there. I promise. So my uh, two-year-old was completely excited slash nervous that a baby was coming over <laughs> and that he was going to hold the baby. Uh-oh. And <laughs> even though he is two. And so we did manage to have at the last, at the end of the meetup, he got to hold the baby. Like I sat and he like the baby, Aww. like the baby's almost as big as him. And he <laughs> held the baby. And then for like, Five to seven days afterwards, he would be like, baby coming. I hold baby. Like he thought it was his new, it was like his new hobby was to hold the baby. And so he got very excited, like very excited about the fact that he got to hold a baby. So it was a very, uh, I found it quite amusing. That's so sweet. That. It was Aww. very sweet. Yeah. It was one of the more adorable things I've been a part of. And I've been a part of some adorable things, guys. Name them. Uh, no. 
I, I don't want to tell you the things I've been exposed to, but they're adorable. <laughs> well, you used to be, if I'm not mistaken, you used to be a cast member on Slim Slimmon's Adorable Hour. Is that right? So you yeah, were just that- end-to-end adorable stuff week, week after week. Well, like Allison, I had to revisit my joy because you see so much adorable stuff and you got to get out there. And I was always pointing my index fingers at my cheeks and like bobbing my head and smiling and doing the double thumbs over. Smile, smile, smile. That like the Slim Slimmons hour got a little exhausting where I started to dislike adorableness and then getting away from it for a bit. Now I'm, I'm really into it again. Did you dislike it because it became like, corporatized it was all staged they'd bring out a lamb and it would have like a lollipop tied to like a collar and they'd have a kid come over and the kid was supposed to like lick the lollipop and sort of bob its head to this music but sometimes they'd put like wires to the kid's shoulders so the kid was kind of like oh i'm having fun but i would see that and be like this is horrible treatment of this child who really wants to be with this adorable lamb so it just you'd be seeing the behind the scenes of adorableness it's I wouldn't recommend it. And everyone involved with the show was eventually arrested. Is that right? 100%. I, I, yeah. I'm one of the only Everyone. People. Yeah. Me and Lil Carew. Do you remember him? Right. Oh, yeah. He was <laughs> the one who would be like, where's my wagon? Yeah. <laughs> right? Lil, Lil Carew and I were the, we turned. We were snitches, basically. We had to go into yep. protection for a while. For Swim a wire. Himself. Oh, yeah. It got hairy. And legitimately so. And literally so we went into slim slimmons's hot tub as children wearing wires and we had to wow. wear them under it was we had these collars and we were pretending we were adorable but they amazing had, you didn't get electrocuted it was wild and we're just <laughs> desperately keeping our heads above water he's so hairy as you know mm. and kind of sidling over to him like what's that how'd you rig that up and then he just spilled his guts about all these things they would do to like charge up the horses and like when they would bring in strawberries charge up the horses have... bring in strawberries all yep. the stuff all the things that they <laughs> so were doing when you bring, bring in the have... strawberries wait was that your on nickname the on the adorable show strawberries no i was button oh. i was button and carew <laughs> and then but strawberry was like toy i played a character a lot called strawberry and that's where I'd wear that hat and like I had the little greens coming out of my head and I'd pop up out of the strawberry and go, oh, sure is sweet. Boom, back in the strawberry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And that was that was involved in the indictment because that was all full of asbestos in there. So I mm-hmm. have a hard time breathing now because of that. And I had to take Slim to civil court because of it. And yeah, everyone, groups, the catering, everyone ended up going to serve some sort of sentence after that show. So that's what why happened? it's like where's, scrubbed from the internet. Where's Slim now? In federal prison. He's in the one Wait, where uh, the Unabomber is in Colorado. But he's in adorable federal called. prison, right? No, he's in a supermax. He's oh. in a supermax because of the. Uh, yeah, he's but he's always. S- he's tried sorry. to escape what, like 45, 46 times? Minimum. Killed three guards. Kill, yeah. He's killed three guards. Because he makes these adorable looking like, oh, it's a pencil that has a strawberry on the end of it. It's a ship. And the guards continuously fall for that sort of thing. It's just one day when they make like a series about him, no one's going to believe it. I will. Cause I heard the real story from you. Yeah. I didn't know you had gone through that, David. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I, I, I'm back to appreciating adorableness. And I'm telling you at, uh, at Whitney and Jeff's, it was very adorable. Well, 
I'm bummed that I couldn't go, but uh, I hope I hope we can do it again. I don't know when, when it's safe Someday. to do stuff. Yeah, uh, that's a whole the, the COVID of it all is a whole separate thing. Let's do some just mirror everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Hmm. What do you know? Allison Rosen sent one in. Oh. Yeah. And it, it went straight to the top. I enjoy the whimsy of golf club covers. So I was thinking about, and I have not spent a ton of time in pro shops. I don't even know if they still call them that. But when I met, whenever, when I, as a kid, when I was in like a store that sold sports equipment, I was always all, look at those koala bears or look at those stuffed animals. But they weren't really stuffed animals. They were like the head of a stuffed animal and then a sheath that went over the golf club. Does anyone know? Are those still used to cover golf clubs? I have no idea. I would idea. guess so. I, I haven't so. watched or been around golf in quite a long time. Does golf still exist? It does. Okay. And it's full of um, very Lindsay? privileged people who are thinking about getting the vaccine, but they're young and healthy, so it's a personal choice because they've never had any kind of consequence in their life. How can people support that? stupid ass sport remember when tiger woods was supposed to revolutionize it because of the representation we'd see this new influx of people that had like a, a less than ideal childhood that gets them to a golf course the I least like, accessible fucking like that place didn't on the happen. planet it didn't Mm-mm. and it's unfortunate well, especially because you can't really get to that level without pros paying pros to co- like personal coaching yeah. to work on your swing and, and pay caddies to help you know what club to use and stuff like that. It's um, it's a very privileged sport. Yeah. But well, the whimsy is there. I mean, the, uh, <laughs> the golf club covers look like stuffed animals, or at least they did 35 years ago. And I, for one, appreciate it. Okay. I never I had golf I, ne- I had no idea those existed. I'm going to be honest. Yes. I I have so little knowledge of or time around golf that I didn't know there was such a thing as a golf club cover. I thought yeah. they all went in the bag together. No, you put a different you put as a cover on each club. I mean, unless sounds very tiring. Actually, now I'm not sure because yes. wouldn't they just all go in the bag? Daniel, uh, you've you, golfed. I think it was a relic of when the woods were made of wood. I think nowadays people their woods are made out of metal and different kinds of titanium or whatever. But when they were wood, you would cover it. So it wasn't every club. It wasn't the irons. Mm. It was just the woods. And then. Yeah. I didn't even uh, know a woods was a golf club. Tony, uh, yeah. do, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I don't think, I feel like I've maybe seen them, but yeah, I know very, very, very little about golf. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Wait, I already did that one. Once again, I have to fire the person who organizes this. Okay. Beck says, it took me so long to fully detach from my unhealthy relationship that I'm counting and essentially celebrating each month I managed to keep away. Hashtag just me or everyone. I think that's great. Good for you. It's not just you. It's hard to get away from an unhealthy relationship. Lord knows. (laughs) 
Quants. Because you're in a different room, it really feels like this could be. I mean, your energy's been kind of eh, today. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just kinda, hey, I'm kind of, I'm divorced, dad. And, uh, I'm cultivating <laughs> it. I'm getting used to trying it on. Don't I know? Yeah. I'm really going to. Um, it's the next step is, well, the next step is Margaritaville. Mmm. <laughs> Do you mean drinking margaritas or do you mean Jimmy Buffeting your life? I mean the state of mind. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Daniel has taken up jogging again. And on a recent uh, friend zone episode, he was he was saying that he had only jogged. He jogged twice, like once a week for two weeks. And he was really mad at himself because that's not enough momentum. And I was saying, at least feel good about that. And he was definitely resisting feeling good about it. And I was like, fine, don't feel good about it. But you you jogged a couple of days ago when it was incredibly hot. And then you jogged again today when it was hot. I've Look been, at you. I've been doing it. So every other day, just trying to get these old bones moving. That's um, good. Yeah. Running is the worst. So I admire you. I don't ever Thank do it. You. I, I just, can't. It's, it's painful and I look ridiculous. Uh, I had this T-shirt where the neck was too tight. By the way, T-shirt companies, get your fucking act together. There are like, there's a way to make a T-shirt feel comfortable. It's pretty basic, and none of you do it. But uh, anyway, what's the way? Not so tight a collar. First of all, does anyone like a super tight collar on their T-shirt? I cut the necks out of all of my T-shirts. Well, Look. that's yeah. what I did because I was like, screw Good this. For you. I. I took my scissors and I cut the the top half inch, you know, part off. Yep. And I looked like I was going to a jazzercise class. <laughs> All my shirts look like that, but I'm comfortable. Who do I care? What do I care anymore? It's, Who am I impressing? It's fine. I realized when I got home that I was that weird guy on the jogging trail for everyone else. And uh just as long as they don't feel threatened. But how could you be when it looks like I was just miserably jogging towards my jazzercise cool <laughs> as fuck but wendy daniel don't take this the wrong way yours looks stylishly like cut or ripped or something yeah you you look good in that it doesn't daniel's it doesn't work like on this someone was angry at the t-shirt and also like to watch right. flash dance if you're a lady you kind of go like this and then your shoulders are there and it's like a whole thing right, right. but it still doesn't look great is any I, of that i ripped the shirts all of my shirts are ripped that's what I was going to ask. Is that ripped or cut? Like, how do you do it? I cut it and rip it at the same time. Mm. And I just stopped caring whether I looked absolutely bonkers because I have to be comfortable. I'm in my 40s and it's over. And that's how I felt. This way I'll just slide smoothly into my coffin in a straight state of great comfort. That's how Would I felt. Would you guys like to hear a startling revelation that ties into this? Yes, please. Mm. I may better not, be startled. You may be startled. You, might, you guys might not look at me the same, but... Wendy and I share the exact same philosophy. Who am I impressing? The only person I want to be attracted to me lives in my home and we're happy together. And so, or our home, I should say. So I, every time we're going out, she's like, you got stuff all over you. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care what the neighbors think. So we head out. And in that same vein, I now wear a phone holster. And no, I will not share photos or anything like that, but it's happened. It's comfortable. It helps me keep my phone in a place where like I don't look at it. It's just like a, it's like a, a tool. 
It's like I took a shovel off my belt and I just said it and I don't think about it. It's useful and it's really ridiculous. No one has liked it so far. Now, David, <laughs> how did pockets fail you that you felt the need to go to a whole store? Uh, well, I don't want – fast fashion is just a nuisance on the planet. And as much as we're fighting this COVID battle, the next one, as we all know, is the climate disaster. And so I don't want to be buying textiles all the time. The phone – digs into the pocket and slowly wears mm. out thread. And now, oh, I got to get new clothes. No, I've got this holster to last me for ages. I feel like it wasn't as startling as I wanted. I like f- I would have been startled if you said, I don't care what anyone thinks anymore. So what I've done is I have a belt <laughs> and it goes around and it has eight hooks on it. And every morning I order a pizza and then I take <laughs> each piece and I hang it by its crust. <laughs> Eight, that would not have startled eight, you. Eight you would pieces, have been delighted. Eight, eight pieces all the way around. And that's my food for the day. And I walk around and whenever I'm hungry, I take one of the pieces and I eat it. Why and wouldn't I people do this? Belt. Right, if that would have been startled. If you were really, the truly doing that, I would have been startled. <laughs> I feel like on a good cheese pizza, if you let it cool a little bit, that cheese isn't sliding. I feel off. like this is it's better for calzones. A New York style is the cheese is going to stay on there most of the day, unless you're being, unless you're jogging. Like when you're jogging, Daniel, don't wear your pizza belt. Well, you and roll it. You pin the crust. You roll that tip right up there. Pin that side. Oh, the so you make calzones. But yeah. I feel like the look is nicer if it just fans out, point yeah. side down, eight pieces all around your bod, like it a dress. To that's, a good, that's a good look. It goes back to, I don't care about the look though. But I'm saying, but that's fun for you. It's fun for, it would be fun for me to look in the mirror and see my pizza belt nicely arrayed. That's true. I'd for my like a rodeo own. clown. I would, yeah. twirl, I would find myself twirling to watch oh, the pizza's yeah. fan. And you'd but find then, yourself with a lot of squirrels on your person. Yeah. Oh, that could be fun. Real That'd popular. be great. You'd be but exposed. that would have been startling. I would have been startled if that's what you were literally doing. But All a right. phone holder, I don't know. I'm a little startled by it and I have some questions. What's it sure. made out of? Where does it attach to your pants or your belt? I need some details. Uh, I, I just attach it wherever. I don't know what it's made of. I assume some sort of faux leather. Um, does it like clip do- on? Yeah. Yeah, it's got a clip. And then it's got like a little flap that goes over with just kind of like a magnet that holds it closed. I had one of those for my Blackberry. So I know the thing you're talking about. And it was helpful. I think I clipped it to myself once out of necessity. What I'm hoping is the same way that like the cool kids bringing back fanny packs, that Um, I'm on the front end of this cool revolution that's going to come around. When people are like, look, we wear, we shop at thrift stores. We're giant old t-shirts. We're a rock band. Get used to it. Yeah. It's a phone holster. Like that's, that's me front end of it. Well, maybe some people will hear this and uh, decide to, also do that. Although I don't think they really make holsters for iPhones. I'm sorry. That's a micro aggression again against your BlackBerry. <laughs> I, I just want to address something. Um, we are at the end of the show. I want to address something that Wendy said about being in her forties and it's over for her. And I've been thinking a similar thing lately. I've been thinking, I just didn't realize that's, I mean, even though everyone th- around this age or, you know, 
older, but they, they say all that they talk about how you become invisible and they talk about that all the time. It's like I wasn't tuned into that frequency or something. I just didn't realize that like 20s, 30s, when I was young and supple, that was really the heyday of looking young and supple. And I definitely did not like I look at pictures now and I think, yeah, I had it then, whatever the it is. Definitely don't anymore. Or it's like it's sliding off like the cheese off of your pizzas on your pizza belt. But I 100% didn't appreciate it at the time. Anyone else relating to anything I'm saying? That's just me or everyone. To a certain degree. And tell me if this rings true. Do you now find yourself watching film and television, seeing someone 20 years older than you and kind of looking for, yeah, they look like they don't give a shit, but also not a nerd. Like they look kind of Mm. like they've grown into this older skin well. Yeah. That's all I'd like to do. I'd like to just not be phone holster guy with like, my thumbs on the on my back, kind of belly way out. Hey, where are we? Do- I don't want to be that guy, but I also don't want to like try to be real cool. You know, I don't want to yeah. have gelled up hair. And- oh yeah, people who try to be cool. Ugh, the worst. That's I've just so never uncool. been cool, so it's fine. I but like, I would yeah. have absolutely no problem wearing a fanny pack. People well, are wearing them again. They're, they're, they're hip again. People are yeah. Are they? Yeah, they're back. go for it. Then I would not wear one. Until- <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's the Quant's method for fanny packs. Mm-hmm. Listen, you guys, this has been delightful. Thank you so much for coming on the show. If you like what you're hearing, please make sure you're subscribed or following or whatever the language is in your app of choice. Uh, leave us a nice comment on Apple Podcasts or wherever. Five stars, please. It helps people find the show. And follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. I'm on Cameo. I already mentioned Patreon. I'm also, I'm an Amazon influencer. So uh, go to amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen, amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. And you can shop my podcast gear and my makeup and beauty care <clears throat> stuff. Is it called beauty care? That doesn't sound right. Beauty and skin care. Uh, and I'm going to add those Yeti cups. Um and uh, listen to my other podcast, Childish. Subscribe on YouTube to me, youtube.com slash Allison Rosen. Dave, where can we find you? What should we look for? DavidHuntsberger.com. And if you are a web designer or maybe you're on Fiverr, if you have a profile on Fiverr and you want some work, uh, get in touch because I'm going to try to do it myself with Elementor. But I have a new project coming out September 24th. I put everything I had into it, my whole heart and soul. And it's going to end up on YouTube um, where everything goes, even animal farting. And, uh, but I'm excited. I'm, I hope people see it and enjoy it. And the album comes out. It'll be on the 800 Pound Gorilla um, YouTube channel if you'd like to stream it there. And I'll, I'll have links and whatnot at aforementionedavidhuntsberger.com. And I am a UPS influencer. So if you go to ups.com, you're looking for like, <laughs> Bubble mailers, shipping tape, scotch tape, any, my head pops up I'm like, that's a good one. <laughs> so just ground two day, next day, I, I'm your guy. So just not to, in, in, you know, compete, horn in on the, the, the influencing side, but I also am part of the shipping world. Uh, and then these are those tapes podcasts I do with Wendy. Uh, you can find it at tapes.com. It recently just got put on Amazon, started stuff with Audible. So they do podcasts as well. So like you can find it everywhere. It's a serious, hard-hitting uh, investigative journalism type podcast, but I think we'll still like it. 
Um, Dave, your your um, special that comes out the 24th, what's it called? Or is that top secret? You know, I have, up, I have a secret link up on Vimeo and I've been you know sharing it a little bit. And I was looking at the analytics the other day and someone somehow downloaded it in New Jersey. And so I messaged Vimeo. I was like, how did this happen? And they're like, anytime you have a video up, it's, it's, it's subject to getting this sort of pirating done to it. Oh, So I'm like hesitant in a weird way to say the name. Not that I don't trust your listeners, but That's like fine. some algorithm or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, 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 um, I'll be obnoxious about it in a couple of weeks here. With, when it's getting ready to come out. I'll retweet. But thanks for asking. Your obnoxiousness. Um, <laughs> Wendy, what about you? Um, I'm on Twitter at Wendy Molino, where I act like garbage at all times. Um, we have premiere dates for the great North and Bob's burgers, the two shows that I write for, um, September 26th on Fox Sunday nights. Um, great North is at eight 30 and Bob's burgers is at nine. Um, and I'm also, uh, I'm a reverse influencer, so I'm very easily influenced, um, <laughs> So if you want to influence me in any way, I guess just like tweet at me what you want me to do and I will probably do it and then let the chips fall where they may. <laughs> Daniel, what about you? Uh, yeah, you can just, you know, follow me at Daniel Quantz at Twitter and Instagram or, you know, enjoy your life. <laughs> I thought you're trying to be less uh, of a bummer up. on Twitter. I, yeah, I can't do it. I can't be not a bummer. I'm, I'm, I may rebrand myself truth. soon. I just got to figure out how to do it. Wow, a, a reinvention. Happy dude. Yeah. Tony, what about you? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton. My podcast, Bizarre Albums, every Tuesday. And uh, if you're listening to this, the day comes out. Don't Stop or We'll Die playing at the Federal in North Hollywood tonight. Although Ooh. I think it might be sold out. But maybe there'll be some tickets at the door if you're feeling lucky. So, yeah, that's about it. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. This was really fun. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time.